When it comes to great stakes, I've just raised the stakes. The Sharper Image is one of my favorite stores with fantastic products of all kinds. That's why I'm thrilled they agree with me. Trump steaks are the world's greatest steaks, and I mean that in every sense of the word. And the Sharper Image is the only store where you can buy them. Trump steaks are by far the best-tasting, most flavorful beef you've ever had, truly in a league of their own. Friends and family, we are gathered here today to witness, speak about the death of America. This is episode 48 of Grill Hollock Steak, Mr. It died. <laughs> the steak, the steak died. The steak died? <laughs> I Re- cooked it well done. Can we refire that? No, I will. It's how President elect Donald Trump likes his steak. That's what I heard. <laughs> Say that again. Well done. Well done, America. Prime rib. Prime. He's the primest. He likes his steaks orange. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I am uh, your host, uh, Bobbert Stills. Across from me, Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami, yeah. I'm a little bit afraid for my safety here in this country. <laughs> you right should now. be, Doug. Scurry. I'm out here black and Puerto Rican. <laughs> What's a brother to do? It's all right, man. You hang out with all the white people in the kitchen. They're coming after me, though. They're going to they gonna snitch on me. <laughs> I already know. All right, let's try to get this a little bit upbeat. Uh, yeah, this is episode 48 of uh, Grill How Long Steak, Mister. I am your host, Bobby Stills. Across from me, Jonathan Tunamathan. Uh, we are recording to you from Canada. We took our shit again. We're out of here. <laughs> no, no, no. We are uh, in Seattle, Washington, South Lake Union. Uh, currently in stu- Studio 212. 212. Uh, this is a production of the Soundcasting Network. We are out without... Uh, Queef Boogie. Queef Boogie, yeah, he's at the, he's working. The K-Bugs. Burning the midnight oil. Yeah, whatever. I'm burning the midnight hash oil. hey yo. <laughs> hey yo. I'm laughing my own jokes. 502 friendly. Yeah, I don't know. I feel a little bit off. Uh, I hope everybody liked last week's intro. Uh, that was uh, my idea. Uh, Johnny had nothing to do with it, so uh, no prop, no props for him. Oh, for sure. Thanks, Robin. Yeah, what up? Uh, you're still my homie, though. Uh, even in Trump's America. <laughs> Typical. Taking credit Where credit's due <laughs> Anyway uh, Yeah I don't know uh, I was like You know uh, We're not gonna talk about uh, uh, The election And stuff like that But fuck it This whole entire episode's gonna be about uh, Food related to uh, Donald uh, J. Trump Donald J. Trump Being our president uh, So we'll get into uh, Work updates And some food stuff Real quick And some other things too yeah, something like that. Dabble. Uh, Johnny, you want to go first? Work yeah, update? Short and sweet. Um, work's good. Getting busy, as usual. Always busy. It's nice to like constantly be busy. Um, but uh, <clears throat> working through some things, um, trying to better myself and make sure that I'm trying to achieve better every time I'm at work and not get complacent. Uh, I feel, it's very important. Yeah, um, I think that it's been that I'm not showing enough um, 
gumption, I guess you could say. That's right, man. You know, so I want to, I want to bring some more heat to the restaurant. Um, we're going to be moving soon. So that's really exciting. And, um, so I definitely need to make sure that my game is like at AA plus so that when we move, we can, you know, hopefully be the best restaurant in Seattle. Um, I'm missing that kitchen, man. Well, maybe when we move over, you can help me cook brunch. I'm just missing those standards. Oh yeah, for sure. These standards are, are different though. They're like, you think you're missing those standards like these standards are like 10 times more I mean, that's, um, that's but they're cool. not even that much you as know as long they're as everybody's just, getting held to those standards across the board oh yeah yeah totally totally and everybody and that's the thing um but uh it's been cool it's been a good week uh once again people are still ordering doubles of my dishes on a la carte days so dubs up that's that's what's up i mean but i also have to give a shout out to you know chef dustin ronspies and uh rick Pettigrew because i just make the dishes you know they they create the dishes um i just season them up and do my thing execution yeah you know i'm just i'm just an executor so um <laughs> just want to make sure that that's clear and that when people are coming and eating the food i mean when i cook the fish though like that's definitely because i cook the fish hot though because i make that skin hella crispy these days that skin crispy it's good um but yeah you know i had a, i had another little argument with my chef this week <laughs> again well he he just the disrespect well he came at me again and uh so you just gotta take that in the butthole I know, and I did, and uh, it kind of, you know, brought some things to light, and it's, you know, making me think about what my position is right now in the food industry, so. Bitch boy. No, um, it's just, it's a lot of work where you have to be on your toes and on your game every single ready day. Ready to go. And ready to go. And um, Anything could happen. It's tough, and I, I'm, I'm not a single person, so it's tough for me to dedicate everything that I need to dedicate that job because in my eyes it's not for me you know what I'm, I'm just making money you're married to that life i am married to that life but it's not my restaurant and it's not my food that's right you know so it's not my dream that's being accomplished you're uh, helping somebody else achieve it, their dream exactly and that's what you're learning at the same time uh, yeah i yeah and he's paying you to learn exactly so um what you trying to do son I'm trying to figure out, you know, what I want to do next. Um, where's what's the next step? Hopefully, how, how long you been at Art of the Table? Not too long, you know. Just how long? Three months. So come on, man. I mean, I'm not quitting. I didn't say you were. Oh, <laughs> you sound like you're fucking bitching up though. Oh no, I'm just, you know, I'm stressed out beyond maximum capacity, and I'm stress, trying to, man. I'm trying to figure out, you know, let it, let it, let it bow you, not yeah. break you. Oh, it's not gonna break me. I'm gonna be fine. That's why. If if it would have broke me, then I probably would have quit because we had a conversation on whether or not I was gonna stay there, and I was like, Ooh. yeah, of course I want to be here. So. Um, anyway, but on a brighter note, we had a company party last night and got to eat at, um, uh, little uncle's new spot and they did a little private menu for us and it was pretty dope. They have really good food. Um, so, and you know, I got to see another side of, uh, of all the restaurant people that I work with and it kind of showed me something a little bit different and made me realize that, uh, you know, Maybe I just need to give these guys a shot and let them in. Maybe I'm just being a little guarded because of my last situation. Um, Cause I just got fucked in my last situation, you know. So I kind of uh, feel like I'm still have a little PTSD with all that stuff. <laughs> That's uh, a little extreme. Well, I mean, no, for real though. I was like, when I got my first paycheck from Art of the Table, I was scared that it wouldn't go through, uh, and there's yeah. no reason for that. But you know, so shit like that. But anyway, it's been it's good. It's getting better, and uh, and I you know I just gotta make sure that my mind is right all the time. 
All right. So yeah. uh, nobody turned up too hard, took off their pants or anything? Uh, no. I mean, at the party, it was just, you know, eating food and just hanging out and vibing and stuff like that. And, um, you know, kind of just getting to know each other on an outside basis. That's the thing is, like, I don't know any of these people outside of work, except for, like, you know, my sous chef, Rick, or maybe, you know, one or two other people. But that's because, like, we try and make an effort to get to know each other. Um, so when you don't know somebody and then they're always, like, trying, trying to get on you, then it's kind of tough because it's like, I don't know where you're coming from with this and I don't know if you're if you can be nice. Yeah, but or, so it's only been three months. We've yeah. been at other restaurants before where we thought somebody was just a, a cocksucker and a dickhead, uh, and then we get to know them outside. Oh, yeah, the but I don't think that he's any of those things. I'm not saying you think that, but we, we, we're we taking it from our perspective and not their perspective. Yeah. And sometimes people are pushed to do things by other people that they don't want to do, um, and it's not coming from them. It's coming from somebody else. It's being directed at you uh, via that's a good point. Else's, you know. So see, that's why I like to talk to you about this stuff on the show because you know, I mean, you're been, like my therapist. I mean, I get chewed out all the time. Yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm a punching bag for people, and it's because I can take it. Uh, I've had, I've been blamed for all sorts of people's shit, and uh, they've came to me and said, like, I know this isn't your fault, but just let me vent to you and let me, you know, tell you why I'm so frustrated. And I fuck up. You know, I'm the first one to admit that. You know, I fuck up a lot. Uh, but I'm, I learn from my mistakes, mm -hmm. and uh, and I, I'm comfortable enough. People are comfortable enough with me that they can come and, and really just let into me. And I'm like, you'll never go off on nobody else like that, only me. And it's like, because you're the homie, though. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you know, I also want to make a point that when I say like me and my chef got into an argument, that doesn't mean that we were like it, it was a, it was a heated discussion. it was a heated discussion. Like we were we're adults and we talked as such, and we're men, so you know, voices were raised, but you know, no bad. See, blood. at my work, yeah, at my work, we can't have heated discussions because like, you it, can hear it. It. Don't, it don't, yeah, but it don't go like that. If you get into a heated discussion there, people get all in their feelings and shit. Oh, and it really wants to become some kind of thing where somebody's got to be reprimanded right. or fired. It was but super like, funny though. The wind was blow it in my face and <laughs> my eye got super dry so it looked like I was crying <laughs> and I was like I'm not crying like, don't cry Johnny don't, I'm like, not gonna fire you <laughs> I was scared though I kind of felt like you know I mean I feel bad for you to forget that I'm gonna shout your name out but I kind of felt like Hillel for a second Oh, <laughs> and I was like, Shout is this, out hello, I was like, is this what it, is this what goes down? Like, I've never been in this position where somebody like where I'm not being the good, G. like I'm not good enough yet. Yeah, you you're know, not the G man, and it's it's crazy. You know, I've, I'll never be good enough. I know that I'll, I'll never be good enough either. But I don't dedicate my life. I don't dedicate my life to that shit. I yeah. got I I appreciate other shit in my life. Yeah, too much. To dedicate, that's not my dream is not to own my own restaurant. Well, yeah. And to the, own my own food truck. I know that that I'm not about that life. Yeah. And the other thing is, is I was working at, you know, AM stuff, you know, doing brunch and lunch, making sandwiches and like, you know, which is still good work and hard work. But like I wasn't doing this sort of food. So like three months in and I'm doing like what I'm doing, I feel like I'm moving pretty fast. Um, I'm just, you know, there's a lot going on. I had to move randomly Upper and stuff echelon. like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a hard learning curve and I'm, I'm bad with those steep learning curves. <laughs> So I guess I'm just going to have to get with the program. I mean, you know, that is it is what it is. All right. We so went, we yeah. went on on that one. I know. Oh, sorry. Well, we I were, didn't know that you were, uh, you didn't tell me about this. I, well, it just happened the other day. Um, all right, cool. Well, me, uh, I don't know. Uh, the honey hole. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, we're, we're rolling along. We're trying to tighten the, tighten the ship up. Uh, I was sick this weekend. Uh, we Did had, you work? No, uh, no. I felt my sickness coming on on Thursday, uh, Friday. I was like, I'm definitely getting sick. I was off. I was supposed to be off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I got the, you know, I got them the hours. <laughs> uh, they be like, how you do that shit? Every restaurant you work, and it's like, man, you gotta, 
you know what I'm saying? Finagle your way. Just like, I don't work these days. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I worked for somebody on Friday and then our restaurant was closed Sunday for, uh, there was a plumbing issue, uh, at the apartment building above us. Uh, so we closed. That's kind of, that's kind of sucks when you're a restaurant below, um, whatever an apartment but uh, I was sick and so some girl wanted to cover for me but uh, my lead operations manager went on vacation you know when somebody goes out of town the shit hits the fan oh yeah everyone starts wiling out so shit hit the fan not really that bad but some shit's going on and I feel bad because my man is off the grid He's fishing. But when he comes back, he's going to have to deal with some shit. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm trying, I'm trying my hardest not to just say anything, just to stay out of it. Uh, And if they ask for my input, I'll give them my input. But it wasn't what we were talking about earlier, was it? Something like that. Oh, okay. Something like that. Uh, so that's that uh, work update. I'm gonna keep my short. Uh, where did I eat this week? Uh, I'm always eating out and I always forgetting, so nothing really sticks out. But the one that did stick out for me is I went to the brick and mortar Kadima Khan, which is oh, uh, okay. Malaysian. They started off as a pop up, uh, then they got a little space in now between a Montana Bar and Revolver. Uh, I've had had numerous people that went through there and worked, but uh, the interior decor it's in a what's the old. There was an old spa, old restaurant that used to be there. But it's delicious. Uh, they got frog legs on the menu. They oh, got shit. balut on there. Uh, we had a noodle dish with some uh, spicy broth. And the broth is served on the sides of sipping broth. Oh, nice. With some crispy anchovies. Um, they had pretty like good. fermented crispy? Yeah. Nice. It was good. Uh, and uh, the cocktail menu was pretty good. Uh, we just went by there for a snack. It was not that expensive. It was good. I love it was great. So I uh, recommend Kadai Makan. I've always recommended it before. Uh, but the new sit-in place is... It's a good space. It kind of makes you feel like you're not in Seattle. Cool. It's not too hipsterish, not too trendy, but it is at the same time. Word. I'm going to check out that new luck toy this week, hopefully. Yeah, they're all writing about that shit, and I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. I mean, bar. Chinese bar food. Chinese bar food. Do it up. All right. So uh, I'm going first, Johanny. Yeah. All right. So uh, since uh, we are in uh, Trump's America... Uh, we're gonna not con- yet, but we're getting there. Well, I mean, face the facts. I hope something happens. And by the way, if you're listening to this outside of uh, Seattle, Washington, uh, in my neighborhood of Capitol Hill, busting uh, with the protests, huh? there has been nothing but protests running up and down my neighborhood every day since he's been elected. Uh, and apparently there's been some swastikas being thrown up around town yep, yep, in my I neighborhood. Uh, there's been some guys driving around with uh, Confederate flags, uh, yelling uh, racial slurs throughout Broadway, which is a, historically a gay neighborhood in Seattle, um, which I'm proud to live in. Um, it's kind of hipster. I know. Now, I think but. it's kind of weird. I, I mean, I understand that Trump is president and that his um, followers will come out of the woodworks and kind of show their support. But this is just blatant, you know, ignorance. <laughs> I, I, we try not to be a political show. and We're not really a political no, show at all. It's just happen- it's, it's all over the place. You know, it's kind of hard to escape. I had to turn my Facebook off for like five days. Everybody's turning their Facebook yeah, off. Cause it's, I ain't turning my Facebook off. I'm trying to, my thing is I'm, I'm not, people are saying they're not talking to their family anymore and stuff like that. Trust me, I got hella people in my family that voted for Trump and they argue for him and it's all about crooked Hillary, this and that. It's not Republican, Democrat. And I understand people don't like Hillary Clinton. Uh, that's your opinion. But yeah, uh, we're going to. I don't necessarily like her either. I don't like really any politician. Right. Uh, I don't think they really care about the people. I think that Killer Mike should fucking run for president. <laughs> dude, that dude needs to just run in general. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Let's talk shit about K Mike. Uh, they said that LP said he's retiring his red baseball caps because uh-huh. he doesn't want to be associated. Trump ruined his red baseball caps from now on. Damn. So RIP to uh, LPs. Well, well uh, what else is Donald Trump ruining for America? Well, we're going to talk about that. We're talking about uh, right now in this uh, moment in time, we're going to talk about how uh, Trump's presidency presidency may affect um, the food industry here in Ever so slightly. Uh, America. All right. First off, uh, we're going to start with uh, labor. Uh, Mr. Trump, how he feels about minimum wage. Um, he has a spotty history with employees, uh, just dealing with him himself. Yeah. Uh, he's been accused of stiffing his workers of their wages, and he, all, he insists that only young and attractive females can uh, work as staff in any of his restaurants and his hotels. So uh, we talked about this last week on the show, or two weeks. So him and the French Laundry are like hand in hand. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who Thomas Keller voted for. Oh, shit. Damn, I'm about to get some hate, man. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, he also talks about uh, child care for his employees and equal pay. Um, he doesn't really, he hasn't said anything about um, about um, maternity leave. Uh, he has spoke about uh, equal pay um, and child care for women, which is good. His daughter came out and spoke about that. The maternity leave thing would be a big... But he has not said anything yeah. about maternity leave. Uh, we need to get on the program with that. Europeans are killing us. Uh, I think mom should... Ha- uh, well, we're killing us. In any us. industry. But uh, yeah, um, most definitely. Uh, and then when he talks about minimum wage, um, he in the past says that uh, the federal minimum wage has gone, should go up. Uh, but... Um, he says now minimum wage is an issue that should be handled at the state and local level. Um, now, the National Restaurant Association, um, it's not allowed to back presidents or candidates, but uh, they don't think it uh, makes economic sense uh, or benefits workers uh, to go across city lines. So they're also in agreement with that. that They don't think it should okay. be a, a federal thing, but a state and local thing, which I, I'm again, I think it should go up. I feel like more and more things are going to become start becoming state things. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, California is trying to succeed from the United States. I know. I've been seeing all this shit about Canada saying that we can join them. And I'm like, I don't believe that. Uh, He's also said that he's going to um, he's going to repeal and replace um, Obamacare, which is the Affordable Care Act. And he's not going to require everyone to buy health insurance. And I don't know about you, but at my work, I get uh, extra bonus to help pay for health care since we are not provided health care at my work. Oh, wow. Do you get that? No. Um, That's dope. Yeah. Like, give me some extra money. Well, I mean, hopefully when the new restaurant opens, we're going to get some more you know, something yeah. a little bit more stable. Um, yeah. And so about the parental leave, um, he's, he's talked about, uh, paid maternity leave, but, uh, he said, he suggested that he would not extend it to single mothers. That makes no sense. Right? Yeah, I would extend it exclusively. To single mothers. <laughs> okay. And then we're going to move on to agriculture, which is one of the worst ones that, uh, I know he's a I'm fucking, about. it's fucking dumb. All right, so everybody knows about the wall, right? <laughs> he wants to build a wall, a gigantic wall that's going to go uh, across the southern border. How are we going to get Mexican avocados? 
Well, that's the problem. So he goes, uh, most of the produce that's grown in the U.S. is picked by undocumented workers. Uh, Many farmers who have uh, supported the Trump presidency uh, also said that uh, if they build that wall, that it could decimate American crops. Um, And uh, a 2014 study commissioned by the American Farm Bureau Federation has uh, said that an immigration policy fo- it's an immigration policy that's focused on uh, closing the borders would not only send the U.S. jobs um, out of the U.S., but it could be deter- detrimental to U.S. farmers. Um, if that happened and they the all the people were supposed to be sent are sent back to Mexico, um, you're going to see a 27% reduction in uh, meat production, a 3% reduction in grain, a 31% drop in vegetable production, and a 61% drop in uh, fruit production. So, And what does that mean for import-export, too? Like, well, prices are going to go up. Um, the farmers are going to look at a 30-40% uh, net revenue loss uh, because lower production and higher costs. Uh, you can't. What about Washington and our lentils? <laughs> yeah, well, you can't produce. You can't produce more uh, crops if you have less people to do it. So it's going to be smaller batches and higher paid workers. It's going to be like saffron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you're going to see a five. They say you're going to see a five to six percent jump um, from small supply stores to grocery, uh, small suppliers uh, and fresh produce. Uh, to, and grocery stores. Well, maybe that'll help the food industry because we'll be buying more from locally sourced um, farms and helping the little guy out. Well, I mean, and maybe we can get rid of some of these big conglomerates. I don't know. We're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, all the cooks and servers going back to Mexico, what that's going to mean for Mexico here in a little bit on the show. Oh, man. Mexico's about to be lit, man. Uh, another thing with the food, some of the food, uh, food industry is uh, food stamps. He's looking to get rid of that too. <laughs> so I guess uh, I don't know very much about food stamps. I was I on either, I was yeah. on it once uh, when I broke my back, uh, but I was out there. I was getting lit. You know what I'm saying? I was steaking lobster. <laughs> I feel bad saying it now, but I'd never got no free food before. I didn't know what it was like. I was wilding. You know? <laughs> I was getting name brand stuff all day, every day. I mean, I was, I was poor back then. <laughs> I broke my back. I was out there. So, you know, struggling. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb as hell. Yeah. Um, All right. Then, uh, of course, Mr. Trump does not believe in climate change. He believes it's a hoax. Yeah. Thanks, China. Yeah. Thanks, China. (laughs) Okay. And so basically what that means is, of course, the prices are going to go up on everything. Uh, They said that beef prices, well, they, um, beef prices did jump up uh, from uh, by 34% in 2010 to 2014, largely due to droughts. Uh, in the cattle producing states of California and Texas, according to the U.S. Departure of Agriculture. Um, yeah, and uh, warmer temperatures also threaten uh, tea and coffee and all sorts of other uh, vegetables out there. Yeah, when uh, states are running out of water, that's climate change. <laughs> when it doesn't rain for a certain amount of time. <laughs> I believe it's Bill Burr, the comedian, who said, like, we don't have a water problem, we have a salt problem. <laughs> Bill Burr, oh, he also had another one. 
that killed me today because he's like, everybody who wants to move across to Canada, he's like, don't think just because you cross a line that those white people aren't going to act like regular ass white people. I was like, that is the realest shit I have ever heard. Just because they're Canadian doesn't make them any less white. Yeah, I mean, I just see it prices going up uh, across the board. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what's going to happen uh, when you get rid of all the undocumented workers. When it comes to climate change, uh, you can't, uh, you know, I don't know, with all the fossil fuels and stuff, it's just going to make... Um, well, you heard about Tesla and they, they made more money in like a quarter than the you know than the oil refineries or oil companies did all year yep because you know that electric energy yeah but yeah the last part of this we're gonna go over is uh food safety uh, and that's very important to yeah us. like what's he and gonna do, what's he gonna do well, I don't know. Uh, oh, he wanted to get rid of the FDA or something like that, right? <laughs> some dis- yes, disbanded. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Uh, he describes himself as a germaphobe. Uh, and he has an affinity for fast food. Uh, he likes KFC. Those, those, that is- <laughs> he likes McDonald's. Um, those don't even go together. You can't be a germaphobe and then eat KFC. Yeah. Well, he apparently chooses fast food because he believes it's cleaner uh, than from non-food chains. So uh, he's elaborated that he's a clean person. He likes cleanliness and he likes to go to a place for uh, his food that he knows where the meat uh, and the beef is coming from. Um, he knows that. <laughs> Isn't the whole point of fast food to not know where your meat is? <laughs> I don't know. Um, he, yeah, he's trying to um, unveil a plan that would effectively slash food safety regulations uh, when uh, he believes that the the FDA are the food police. And uh, yeah, that makes about that's makes sense. You have to have police. Yeah, uh, he he wants to get rid of them. He he said uh, he's not with uh, soil farmers used to farm and food production, hygiene, food packaging, food temperatures, and what animals may roam and which fields when. He doesn't believe that the government should be involved in that. He believes you should leave it up to the farmers. I mean, I mean, yes and no. Yeah, I don't really know much about farming, so I couldn't really get into that. So land yeah. disputes. Anyway. And the Republicans have uh, largely been anti-regulation over agriculture and, uh, you know, they just want to create more jobs. Uh, they don't care how it's get done if you lift regulations. Um, or if you know. poison a bunch of people because you're spraying <sighs> pesticides. You are listening to Grill How Long Stick, Mr. I got another one on. It's about <laughs> 10 minutes out. It died. Did you kill the, the kill another stick? No, this one's going to be medium, so there'll be a little bit of red. Just a little bit of love. Uh, yeah, we're still coming to you from Studio 212. Right. Soundcasting but, Network. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking on undocumented workers having to leave the country, um, Eater had a nice art, or not a nice article, had an interesting article that popped up. Um, what was it, this week? Yeah, November 11th. Uh, shout out to my parents. That's their anniversary day. 17 years strong. Smiths? Uh, no, the Reyes. My uncle and my aunt. Reyes. <laughs> Don't hate. Um, anyway, so Adam Arace or Arace, it's R A E R A C E. I don't know. I don't know. E race, whatever. He wrote an article um, on November um, talking about a lady named Christina Martinez who um, owns um, a little barbacoa shop in South Philly. Uh, she is known as an undocumented immigrant. 
Um, She's known as. She is. Uh, she married an American man. Um, so she technically is a citizen. But in this article, she it can't get her green card. Well, yeah, it talks about how she can't get a green card because she illegally crossed the border twice. So now if she wants to get citizenship legally, she would have to go back to Mexico for 10 years. Um, and then she can apply for citizenship legally. Uh, but she is known throughout her community, throughout the food world. Even um, she got uh, what was it? Bon Appetit's Hot 10 Award. Um <laughs> for her barbacoa restaurant, which basically uh, is open only on the weekends. Uh, and they, they cater to the Mexican construction community from about 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., which I'm like, I've never really had barbacoa, I guess, because I don't eat. 5 a.m. to 7 a.m.? Yeah, that's what it says. Two here. hours? Yeah. Not all day? <laughs> that's just probably jumping. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's yeah. what I'm in Philly. That's where I'm oh, yeah, in. all day. But, um, you know, so basically she came to um, America first in 2006 and stayed for a year and she is from uh, Toluca, Mexico. Um, and then she, so after that year she went back and then she came back in 2009 to America where she married her husband. I think his name is Ben Miller. Um, and now, so, but then it says that she illegally crossed the border twice that she won't be able to get her a green card for a while. Um, so the article goes on to, to ask her a few questions on how she feels after the Trump election, considering that he says one of his, um, first things to do in the first hundred days is to uh, send back over two million undocumented immigrants is what his plan is, I guess, or something like that. Not my brothers and sisters. Not my brothers. The house. Nah, I need them. I need all y'alls. Um, so, you know, some of the questions are kind of funny because, you know, she's been here since 2009 and she lives in South Philly. So I know she's come across a little bit of racism, you know, <laughs> but I she guess says she's got neighbors and stuff. Yeah. She says she Trump, has neighbors who have Trump support or Trump signs. But pretty much, you know, it's a pretty blue community where she lives. Um, so one of them is like, did you realize there are so many Trump supporters out there? And she's like, no. And, you know, I guess if you didn't live in this country forever, then <laughs> you wouldn't really understand that there's, you know, racism is deeply seated into this, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, but, you know, uh, she she goes on to say that she even though she's undocumented, um, she's still going to fight. She's not scared about what's going on with Donald Trump, um, even though he has claimed that he's going to send undocumented workers home. She says since she's opened the restaurant and since she's um, been so open with the fact that she is undocumented and um, has done that, because that's part of her story, you know, that's like what makes her she's restaurant. She's done everything illegal. Though. Yeah, you know. She started, um, she was slaying that yeah. barbacoa out of her house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So, yeah, she was, she started her whole barbacoa place um, as a, like, was it a Facebook group or something like that? No, that's a different story. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, slinging it on the internet um doing those like home cooked delivery meals you know and y you don't have any permits for that which is illegal um and then she got a food truck and then it turned into getting her own little brick and mortar brick and mortar um thanks to her husband and what come up um but yeah you know she she still wants to fight she's not uh she says that she's gotten a lot of lawyers and um attorneys and things like that that have come into the restaurant that are will uh, want to support and help her so she has a very large community there uh i don't think she's going to be going anywhere anytime soon so i think that you know we can she can breathe easy yeah but we talked about that she had said look up on there and find out where it says about um Two things I want to ask you. Um, one, Philadelphia is a what? A, what do they call it? A sanctuary city? 
Yeah, it's a sanctuary city. And that means what? Um, it means that with this whole um, deportation. deportation thing that it's a state-by-state state basis. And if they want to be a sanctuary city, then they can basically say that they're not going to follow that rule. Um, Donald Trump's rebuttal to that is that he will strip all federal funding to those states that are sanctuary states. We don't need your money. We got that tech money, son. But check it out this way. Like, what if... What if, like, you know, 35 out of 50 states became sanctuary states and he stripped all the funding for those? He couldn't strip all the funding for those states. There's no way that that would that he could fucking do that. I gotta look more into this. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, we definitely got to check this out a little bit more. But, you know, I wish her the best of luck. Um, I definitely next time I'm in the East Coast, I'm definitely going to take a trip to Philly. I've been to uh, Philly in a long time. Yeah. And just hit that up. You know, it's so it's just a hop skip in a way. Gino's um, best, best cheesesteak. <laughs> oh, it's with whiz or with cheese? Wit. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, which brings me on to my next topic, um, which is a lady in uh, California, um, also of Latina, uh, Latino. Um, she got, uh, she's under scrutiny right now. And she being got arrested. Prose- or yeah, she was arrested she and got, prosecuted. She did get arrested. Yeah, she's, uh, she went to trial and they're still going to prosecute. Um, so basically what's what going on? What do you mean? If they're prosecuting, if she went to trial, then... Or well, I mean, it just happened like two weeks ago. So she's going to trial. She's going to trial, but they're going to continue to prosecute. It. <laughs> I've not, if you haven't noticed, I've never been in the judicial system. So <laughs> <laughs> your dad's a cop. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so th- this she. God damn it, you made me lose my spot, Robbie. <laughs> my bad. I know what happened. <laughs> so yeah, so basically, this wo- woman in Stockton. Um, was selling ceviche. Shout out to the Diaz brothers. Uh, kind of like like homie Christina Martinez, um, <laughs> illegally basically through Facebook. And yeah, so there's these Facebook groups that you can trade recipes and trade food items, which is totally fine. Do, do meetups at potlucks at meetups uh, in the park and it's potluck style, and you you know you share food with each other. It's all like stay at home moms and you know shit like that. Whatever you doing, I don't you know, know just dealers, tra- whatever. Just trying to make a either could. trying to. Make a quick extra buck and do (laughs) but you know. So they start. She started this group, and it had a it had fifteen thousand followers. Like she got a she got a big following um, in the San Joaquin County of California. Um, And basically, what happened was that she was selling ceviche to people. Um, I can't. I don't. They don't say for how much, but uh, she got it. There was an undercover sting operation, and she got stung on. She got stunned. She got set up. She got set up. So she sold ceviche to 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 a snitch, and uh, health department. Yeah, to the health department. And so now she's being prosecuted with um, working without a permit and uh, negligence or something like that. And how do you feel about this? I'm kind of. I think the 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 means is kind of beyond the or you whatever the means is beyond the reason or whatever. But um. I agree, kind of like you shouldn't be selling food on Facebook. That uh, number one is undercutting people who are actually yep. working hard to fucking serve yep. food the right way. And number two, like the guy off the on the, in this article says, if somebody dies, the first thing they're going to look at is going straight to like the board who's like, why weren't you why weren't you regulating these people? Why weren't you trying to figure out these people had a Facebook group? You sent them out. They sent them out a warning, a verbal warning, being like, you need to shut this down. Oh, they were. Warned. Yeah, they were warned multiple times, and she still sold. She she still started to do this fucking page after she got noticed that she was going to be prosecuted. So 
I agree that she should be, um, you know, because this is kind of like it is, it, I, it's some it's some crazy. She could if she gets found guilty, it's some crazy. Well, basically, like basically, they gave her a plea bargain, and she could get three years, and it was three years probation um, with eighty hours community service and like a two hundred fifty dollars fine. And she said no, and so now she's going to court to go to stand trial, um, which now she can face up to a year in prison. She's a single mom of six. Um, <laughs> that her her defense attorney says she's she's definitely not going to jail. But I'm like, she's got them kids trying to make that money though. Exa- I mean, you I know she be having her kids help make that. Stuff. Oh yeah, of course. Labor up in there. <laughs> Get hit up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. You look at the other side of it, right? No, I because, definitely see it because yo, I bought some of those illegal tamales too without that. Permit. Oh yeah, I mean, I always, I always shoot a couple bucks to to my home to my homegirls when they shoot and bring the tamales. But you at the same time, she she's like, I didn't make it's not it's not a business for me. It's not something that I did every, every day. So I kind of see it that way. So that's why I kind of feel like being pr- prosecuted the way she is is a little too far. She she says that. She said that she wasn't selling food, that people, she would do stuff for trade, right? Mm-hmm. You you know, you make a dish, somebody else gives you a dish. Yeah, but right? some people would be like, I can't trade some anything, like, so I'll give you money. I don't have to trade, so I'll just trade you money. Yeah. And she would be like, okay, but I can't continue to do this. Like, she wasn't trying. Well, yeah, but if you, if you accept money, then that's a business transaction. Like, somebody paid for a service. So now since they paid for that service, if they get sick off that service, like- Let's say like you got, even if you got something off of, that's why there's a rating system on Craigslist and, um, or not on Craigslist, but on like eBay and on, uh, like offer up and all those things. Because if you Etsy? get some, yeah. And on Etsy, if you get something from somebody, if you buy something from somebody and it doesn't work and it's not good, then you're going to be like, fuck that shit. Like, and if it's ceviche, which is practically raw fish, that's citrus marinade, you know, there could be a time where you didn't refrigerate that right or where something wasn't done right and you can get really fucking sick. That was know? my main concern when I found out she was slinging ceviche. And what if a kid eats that without an immune, you know, without like that can't, with a uh, immune system that's not good enough to handle something like that. So we'll try that again. Immune system. Sorry. <laughs> it's late and I'm tired and hungry. Um, but like if they don't have an immune system that can support that, uh, they can get really sick. You know, like I don't ceviche eat. Ceviche is a tough one. Yeah. Man. And it's like, I don't eat steak all the time, but when I eat steak, I get, you know, my stomach starts rumbling, you know, so, you know, I hope, I I hope that she doesn't have to go to jail, but she needs to, I mean, people need to know that you can't, you can't slang food to people. And even if it was a mistake once or twice, you can't do it more than that. All right. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that story to keep people tuned up. Uh, yeah, she's going to jail. Ingredient of the week. Uh, ingredient of the week. I wanted to do mushrooms, but you didn't, you didn't, you were hating, hating on it. So after an argument <laughs> behind the scenes, Robbie's little bitch made ass decided we'll do shrimp for IOW. What did you want to do? I wanted to do mushrooms. Man. It's the season. To be jolly. We'll do, we'll do mushrooms next week. All right. I just want to pick a certain kind of mushroom. Man, there's so many great mushrooms. It doesn't matter, man. We should experience, show the world that Motherfucker, we can do a, a month of motherfucking mushrooms. All right. It's you know cool. It's almost. All right. Whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so sh- so scrimp. Um, scrimp. I'm gonna think of this off the cuff because we are doing this here at uh, Grill How Long Steak Mister. That's how we do. Do you want me to go first? Nah, man, I'm gonna do it first. I'm gonna do a pickle shrimp. 
Do you pickle everything? Yeah, that's good. How about you don't do a pickle? All right, then you go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mine is a mine is a blanched and um, marinated shrimp. Marinated. Marinated. Uh, I got to give this one up to my boy, uh, Chef Hartfield. Uh, oh, he showed me this one. It's definitely a crack, and I've used it many a times uh, at many different places, and I've always been... Uh, Herald, heralded. I don't know what the word is. All right. So you want to get a big uh, pot of boiling water. Uh, you want to throw in a bunch of citrus. Uh, you want to throw in a couple grapefruits, a couple limes, a couple lemons, some oranges, some tangerines, a couple bay leaves, um, whole garlic, um, some uh, stick of nutmeg, stick of cinnamon, um, and a tad bit of sugar. Um, and then you want to get that nice rolling, boiling, uh, boiling, rolling water, boiling. And then you want to toss in your clean shrimp. Um, let it come back up to a boil. Uh, you want to get them cooked until they're uh, white and curled up. Pull them off. Ice bath very quickly. Shock them hose. Shock them. Uh, shock them, rock them. All right. And then you want to strain that out, uh, rinse them over cold water until all the ice melts or whatever. But you want to keep all that citrus and stuff, uh, all the, the whole citrus and the cinnamon, the cloves and stuff like that. Uh, you can pick out your bay leaves and crap like that. Uh, you can actually add any kind of aromatics you want in there. It really doesn't matter. It's the citrus and the sweetness, uh, the sugar in there that's going to shine through. Uh, then you just want to cover it up with uh, olive oil. Butter. Uh, no butter. Cover. You making like a potted fucking shrimp? No. You just uh, throw olive oil over it, put it in the fridge, let it sit there for a day. So it's cold? Uh-huh. Oh, and it's, it's cold, marinade. And then serve it cold. Oh, interesting. So I was thinking about doing a similar thing, but a like- pot, You're going to make a pot of shrimp? Yeah, a pot of shrimp, because pot of shrimp is bomb. Delicious. Yeah. Um, but actually, I think I want to try and do like a chiapino. Do it up. Ooh. So if any of y'all don't know what a chiapino is, I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, it's an Italian seafood stew. Chipino. We were just talking about it. Yeah. It's one of my favorite stews to make. I would probably say that, um, when it comes to the soup game, that's my favorite soup to make. Cause it's like, it's a scrap soup. Um, seafood scrap soup. Yeah. It's a seafood scrap Whatever soup. Whatever you got left over. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of reminiscent of a, of a booyah base. Um, booyah base. but it's not, uh, heavy on the fennel it's more tomato um and saffron so what you're gonna do is you're gonna um get some onions and what i like to do is get onions and leeks um and sweat those down with with hella garlic uh black pepper um add toss in some stewed tomatoes you know in the little can of like stewed tomatoes maybe even roasted tomatoes and you're just gonna cook that down um with a little bit of basil uh bay leaf and um a little bit of coriander, make a little sachet toss and toss those all in with a little bit of thyme and some roasted garlic. I really like to have roasted garlic in my sachets. Um, and also, you know, throwing a little grilled lemon in there too, just to make it pop pop um, and start your base. And then uh, after that, you're going to whatever you have left over in your fridge or whatever, if you like to eat seafood or what you can do is um, basically it's a mixture of potatoes, uh, some sort of fish salted is uh, preferred, uh, but you don't have to use it that way. Um, shrimp and uh, clams if you want to do that sometimes even mussels uh, basically just a bunch of fucking seafood and, and just get it in there um, 
what I would do is if I have a fish uh, and you can get that carcass, uh, make a little stock out of that so you can re-emulsify that back in. Otherwise, maybe just get some chicken stock or something from the store to use. And what you're going to do is you're going to make a little broth with the chicken stock and the, <clears throat> the tomato base that you've made. And then you're just going to drop in your, your meat portions and kind of stew that in um, until they're nice and tender. Um, you want to make sure that you drop them in at the right rates because different types of fish um, cook at different rates. Uh, so you definitely don't want to put your shrimp in first. Good point, John. You're going to put those in last because those are going to come up nice and easy. And you kind of want the shrimp to be just, just almost under because that's what's going to give it that like lobster type um, consistency. I don't know if anybody's ever had perfectly cooked shrimp, but it should taste like lobster. Um, anyway. Almost so, raw. Yeah. Not almost. Are you saying that it should be? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like it should be just almost there, you know. Um, but yeah, so what I would do is I would, you know, always start with my potatoes pre-roasted, preferably. So uh, you can get some more flavor onto those. Um, toss those in and get those going. Um, then I would drop in my nice big chunks of fish. White fish is preferred. Um, black cod is nice. Halibut is good. Um, any of those types of things work. Then um, you would drop in, if you're going to use shellfish, any of those shellfish, because you're going to need a second for those to pop. Um, and then once those are getting open, then I would dump in my shrimp um, and just finish up that sauce and just make it nice and just nice and sexy. A little bit of salt while you're making the t tomato base, make sure you throw in some saffron and whatnot. Um, maybe some full chunks of like leeks in there so you can get some more body to it. And even though I said no fennel, I just love fennel and tomato. So, you know, put some big chunks of fennel in there too and just make it nice and chunky. And it doesn't have to be nice, like rustic style, you know, chop those shits up, you know, just put it on the board and just whack, 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 you know, and just like make it, make it hot. Um, anyway, uh, Robbie's now holding my hand <laughs> and I think that he is telling me that it is time to say goodbye to y'all. It is. I, I, <clears throat> I'm sorry if my energy has been low this show. I'm still getting over my cold and this shit with Donald Trump is killing my, killing my soul. He's still getting old being a biggity bitch. Biggity, biggity bitch. <laughs> uh, but I would, if you're still listening to this episode, I'd like to thank you for sticking through. Um, I know it's a sad, depressing episode. Uh, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and all they've been talking about is Donald Trump. Some of them are entertaining and funny. Uh, I hope this one has maybe entertained you a little bit. I know that we kind of dragged on a little bit about. Uh, I was just kicking some cold, hard facts about uh, what they're predicting is going to happen to the food service industry. We don't know. I know. But next week's going to be fun because we're going to do something fun. Yeah, we're so. going to do something fun. We're going to have a good one next week. Uh, but, yeah, uh, social media. Uh, you can see us uh, on Facebook at Grow How Long Steak Mister. That's also on Instagram. Our Twitter is going to be at How Long Steak Mister. Uh, Instagram, uh, yeah, because you ain't getting on Facebook. Uh, Instagram is going to be at Bobby Still. That's B O B B Y S T I L L S. Johnny is at Johnny Tsunami. J H O N N Y T O O N A M I. AMI. Um, yeah, and then we can be reached by email at grill how long state mister. That's mister mr at gmail.com. Uh, we'd like to thank Studio 212 for letting us record here. And uh, we'd like to remind everybody to go uh, visit the Soundcasting Network. Uh, it's going to be www.soundcastingnetwork.com. They got all sorts of shows on their podcast empire. And uh, yeah, sorry Keith couldn't be here with us today. Back to his punk ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, episode 48 in the bag. See you guys next week. Woo! Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out.
Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs>